Welcome back to the Let's Be Friends podcast. I'm here with contributor Nicholas Hinton. How are you doing today, Nick? I'm doing very well. Take four. Oh, it wasn't as exciting (laughs) as take three or take two or take one. (laughs) My perfectionism is getting the best of us. (laughs) I I feel calmer now. I do too. We just prayed. We did try three takes. Uh, None of them worked. We accidentally doxed a friend in a a minute. We had to start over and I said, let's pray real quick because we're going to talk about some pretty wild stuff this episode that I keep saying is new, but Nick will say, we've been talking about it for the last hundred episodes together. What what is that, Nick? What are we going to talk about today? The fake scripted apocalypse that the powers that be are using the book of Revelation as a playbook for. And that's not to say that the powers that be are playing God or that revelation is fake. It's more so that they've twisted the scriptures in revelation to make it their own and organize and orchestrate world events to appear as if their version is correct. And their version of the end times would be a theology known as futurism. And this is something that Karen and I both recently became privy to thanks to one of our good friends who I will not say her name this time. It is Please no Psyop on Instagram and a author named David Nikaya Wilcoxon. Hope I'm saying that correctly. But yeah, basically the past like a hundred episodes, we've been talking about how they're like staging this holy war between like the Luciferian false light and the very obvious satanic elite, the dark of the Hegelian dialectic. And, um, you know, I was confused for a while if that was even true or not, because I couldn't find that in the Bible. It was just something I could see playing out in the world. And um, so, yeah, this whole idea of a fake apocalypse, or at least the apocalypse that we're watching happen with Israel, you know, in the news and people talking about the third temple and the red heifers getting ready and, you know, tribulation being like, you know, we're almost in tribulation and stuff like that. This all comes from the book of Daniel and what people like Blease No Psyop and David Nikaya Wilcoxon would argue is that this interpretation of Daniel, where there's going to be a seven year long tribulation period and and a one man antichrist and a third temple and all that stuff. This is a faulty, wrong interpretation of revelation of, of Daniel. It's an, it's a heresy. Because what they would say is that Jesus Christ already fulfilled the book of Daniel, you know, thousands of years ago when he gave his ministry, right? Mm -hmm. Or when, you know, his his life on earth. I started questioning um, all these prophecies being fulfilled last year when the red heifers were brought to to Israel because everybody was freaking out about it and... I was like, well, wouldn't it be easy to just bring these red heifers in? Like, why are these such a big deal? Like, it, to me, I was like, they, that was one of the things I was like, they could easily script that. And then also I was underneath a belief um, that we were in end times, as in like the last 10 years of end times. I didn't know that end times started when Jesus, after Jesus died, like a long time ago. But I was under, as a new yeah. Christian, I got under this belief that we were in the last 10 years of end times, which tied to... Agenda 2030, which is we know this conspiracy, it's like a conspiracy and a conspiracy to birth this like new world right now, which ties into why they'd want to be faking the apocalypse. But people were saying, oh, well, this next seven years, we're going to see the Antichrist rise and everybody's going to like him for three and a half years. He's going to be a military figure and then he's going to turn on everyone. But 
it just like as things have played out since then, like we're starting to see like more of these quote unquote prophecies fulfilled and things. But you're like, it's kind of like, wait a second. What if they're recreating this, you know, and then you brought up futurism to me a few days ago and it kind of blew my mind because I what I was just talking about is basically this futurism concept, right, about end times playing out now that is based off of. Daniel's 70 weeks, right? The 70th week. Yeah, Dan- Daniel's 70th week. So basically, the futurists have inserted a 2000 year time gap in between the 69th week and the 70th week, which just makes absolutely no sense. The argument for historicism, um, which is another theology that I think is the closest to the truth, honestly, after, you know, all these very obvious prophecies being put right in our face you know what i mean like every single youtube pastor is talking about them what is historicism for anybody who doesn't know so historicism is the idea that as soon as jesus died the book of revelation began and the apocalypse began so like when it talks about the lamb that has seven horns and seven eyes um being slain and that making John worthy to open this tiny book, you know, the little book of revelation that no one was worthy to open. All of a sudden he was worthy to open it after the lamb had been slain. So he eats this tiny little book. That's literally the Bible. So like it has nothing to do with like some future beast or something like, um, but yeah, like the, the word is the bread of life. So that's what that was representing actually. But anyways, that to make a long story short, the, the idea of historicism is that, Jesus died, Revelation started immediately after, and Revelation has been going on for all of history, and you can look back in history and see some of these prophecies have already been fulfilled, and we are now nearing the very end of Revelation. Um, However, what's been done by the futurists, which I'll explain in a second, is that they've created like a fake end times scenario on the world stage to confuse the masses about exactly where we are in the real timeline. And, um, yeah, so and I just want to tell And that's like based hit. off of the final week of the 70 weeks of Daniel and the futurism yeah, belief yeah, the is, year... is the, of the sevens of the 77 69 have been fulfilled in history. This leaves one more seven to be yet fulfilled. Most scholars believe that we are now living in a huge gap between the 69th and 70th week. The prophetic clock has been paused as it were the final seven of Daniel. It was what is usually called the tribulation period. And Daniel's prophecy reveals that some of the actions of the Antichrist, the ruler that will come, he will confirm a covenant with many for one seven. However, in the middle of the seven, he will set up an abomination that causes desolation in the temple. Jesus warned of this event in Matthew twenty four fifteen. After the Antichrist breaks the covenant with Israel, the great tribulation begins. Daniel also predicts that the Antichrist will face judgment. He only rules until the end that is decreed is poured out onto him. God will only allow evil to go so far and the judgment of the Antichrist will face what has already been planned out. That's futurism. That's at the 70th week that sev- that seven will is yet to come. But you're saying with the historicism that it already happened. Yeah, that Jesus fulfilled the 70th week of Daniel. He made an everlasting covenant with us. He stopped the sacrifices in the temple when he laid his life down for us and put an end to those types of things, mm-hmm. you know, animal sacrifice in the temple. Mm-hmm. So the historicists would argue that, yeah, all that stuff has already happened. And inserting a 2000 year gap in the middle of the 70 weeks 
makes no sense. Why would that happen? Why would pro- why would the prophetic clock be put on pause for yeah. an unknown amount of time? I know that makes no so, sense, and it doesn't. I was just reading from what Got Questions says, which is is a good site, but you know it's not perfect. But it doesn't even say like what causes that gap. Exactly. So what happened though is that you know that like some of the earliest saints believed in historicism that as soon as Jesus died, the prophecies were going to start happening right away. And that's what they saw. Like they saw a seven year tribulation period when all of the saints were persecuted, right? Right. There was there was a bunch of Christians, early Christians that were hung on crosses and hung in trees. And there was an abomination of a desolation. I think it was 66 AD uh, of November that this happened. And I'm not going to say which leader did it because I'm still not super well versed on this. I just want to give a general idea is the history behind it is what fascinates me the most is that the original, most of the original saints were historicists. And then even the reformers were historicists like Martin Luther, John Calvin, and just most of the like legends of, you know, theology, I guess. And the whole reason for the reformation and the counter reformation movement was that some Christians were saying, Oh my gosh, the Vatican is playing the role of the antichrist because the Pope's official title is literally a uh, vicar of Christ, which means replacement for Christ. You know, they say, they are saying they are God in God's temple, essentially in the church. They say they can forgive sins, which is a blasphemy, right? Like you can pay yeah. your indulgences and your sins are wiped. They do the mark of the beast on Ash Wednesday. They put the ashes on your forehead and on your hand, right? Yep. So they were, they were under the impression that the Vatican was fulfilling the role of multiple antichrists, not a single man, that there is many sons of lawlessness and many sons of perdition or man of lawlessness. Basically, after that, the Counter-Reformation movement happened, the Council of Trent happened. These people that were calling the the Vatican the Antichrist, they were all, you know, kind of like excommunicated. Mm-hmm. And so that's why all these different denominations started. But the Vatican itself, they created new theologies to combat the historicists. So they created futurism, which was, you know, they were saying, oh, the Antichrist is yet to come, guys. Don't worry. It's not us. Like they were just taking the blame off them. Yeah. Right. To distract everyone from who the real culprits are. So now everyone's in this like waiting period. And every five years, there's a new Antichrist. There's a new Mark of the Beast. There's a new, there's a new group of red heifers. There's, there's <laughs> new, there's more news about the third temple about to be rebuilt. So like it's always in the right in the near future, right? Like everyone's right. constantly waiting to future. see who. Not quite ever here. It's like yesterday. It's never actually here. I mean, tomorrow. Sorry. (laughs) Same with yesterday. But yeah, tomorrow's never actually here. If you are enjoying Nick's and I's conversation about the fake apocalypse and you want to know more, head on over to the Let's Be Friends podcast website and sign up for the friendship membership. You get the full episode plus over 50 other bonus episodes upon signing up. You get to go to monthly Zoom hangouts with the other friends in the friendship membership and so much more. And other exciting news, my memoir, Here Comes Trouble, finally is publishing and the pre-order is available. I'm printing 100 limited edition copies that I will autograph and put a special cover on it and include a personalized message to you. They're selling fast, so if you want to secure yours, head on over to caramosier.com to the author section and pre-order your copy of Here Comes Trouble Thank you for supporting the podcast. Thank you for being my friend. Have a great day.